What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What the word, honey? What's the word? The podcast. A words of wisdom idea. We are about to start rolling. Nope, we're already rolling. Um, you are tuned in <laughs> to What's the Word, the podcast. A words of wisdom idea. Where young creators come together to discuss life and other important words. And today's topic is going to be winning. Um, the purpose of What's the Word, the podcast, is to inspire healthy dialogue, have more real conversations, share our experiences, and bridge the gaps that often divide us, because we have something to say. By reflecting upon experiences we've had that ultimately shape how we think, we'll begin to notice that the only thing that makes people different is their mindset. Prepare to be entertained, inspired, and informed. Shout out to all the wisdoms around the world. Hey, I know that part by heart. Visit wordswisdom.com to order your favorite hat. Cool beans. So we're here. And we start with the origin of the word, which is winning. And it's old English for winan, winan, <laughs> which is ultimately win, which means to strive and contend, um, to get something by effort. So first question, how do you all define winning? Yeah, anybody can say anything. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> winning, to me, well, the first thing that comes to mind is winning some sort of competition. Because I have a competitive side that I take very seriously. So it might be winning in a competition or getting to a certain goal at a certain amount of time. Word. Yeah, I think to piggyback on that would be winning yeah, like a competition or obtaining a goal that I wanted for myself. I'll do different. Yeah. You have to have a certain mindset. Like, it's in within yourself. Set goals for yourself. Set goals for a team to achieve goals. For sure. So, um... When you hear the word win, right? Like, what image comes to mind? Trophies. Trophies, for sure. Satisfaction. Hmm. Wasn't thinking that. That's, that's a good one. What about it's more you? like a feeling. A feeling. And the outcome. Like intrinsically, how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. When I picture winning. <laughs> <laughs> when you I hear picture... the word like some of my favorite players winning chips or people like uh, touching like their first big whatever it is mm-hmm. maybe it's their first uh, million okay that they did something and they uh, made some money off of or they went and bought the first Material thing that they've been Always working running. hard for, or something, stuff like that. All right, so now you all get to think and share with us. So basically, just give us an example of a time that you won something and what you learned from it. Anytime. Anything. And what you learned from it. A recent one. All right. Uh,. We were overseas, 
and it was almost time for us to come back. And I got word about an opportunity for a program the military does called Green to Gold, which is basically a soldier choosing to become an officer. Mm -hmm. Just like the people that are kind of over you in the military. Um, And it was only a certain amount of slots. But long story short is I kind of did the paperwork, met the deadline, and found out that I got in while I was on vacation. And what I learned from that experience was you got to give yourself a chance. A lot of people knew about that opportunity and just didn't do it or didn't go through with it. And the only thing you heard through the whole process was not too many people get it or whatever the case is. And I wasn't trying to hear none of that. So give yourself a chance. <laughs> right, for sure. Now that's, that's a big gem. I think mine is probably getting not only my MBA, but getting into the MBA program because it was a little bit of a struggle for me just with the test taking. It was terrible at test taking. And so I wasn't going high enough on my test, but then I finally did and then I got in and I think same kind of lesson. Give yourself a chance. Believe in yourself. You can do it. Like, I'm smart enough. All of these I statements that you have to really believe. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one thing to say it, but then something happens like to make you believe it and you have to start believing in yourself more and more and more. Right. That's what it showed me. And like to trust in the path that I'm taking. Not like second guess every second step of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, to believe in it, trust in it. I know what's best for me and give myself a chance. Money? Um, I would say going, at first going to a D1 school because mm. uh, when I grew up playing basketball, I was always told I'm too small or I won't go D1. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, went there, ended up transferring here, and now I'm playing. But what I've learned is that it doesn't matter what level you really play college basketball at. As long as you're having fun and you get to play the way you want to play, you're winning. I'm proud of y'all. Just want y'all to know that. Um, and now that you share, you know, something that you won. Or a time that you want something, what you learn from it. Now we're going to flip it and just think of a time where you took a loss and what's something that you learned from it. So it could be any kind of loss. Um, but yeah, just think of a time where you took a loss and what you learned from it. It could be a relationship. We lose people. It could be a game. Sometimes you just miss the shot. It could be an opportunity. It's going to happen. I want y'all to know that. Sure. It's a part of winning. I think I take L's every day. Because my, yeah, inside my classroom, inside a profession that I'm not trained in, and um, the school I work at, and yeah. So, like, what you. What do you learn from? Like, what do you? What makes you keep going? Because losing can definitely be yeah, it's hard. Discouraging. Yeah, it's definitely discouraging. I think it's 
accepting the ebb and flow of the day and about how many things can happen and grasping onto those positive moments because I work in a school where children, you know, they don't listen or it's frustrating or things like that, but it's accepting the positivity and relishing in that mm-hmm. and getting through the humps, mm-hmm. which can be applied to life. To grasp onto the good and not take the losses so seriously or so personal. Right. Just not take them so shake personal. Shake it off your back. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, does any of this matter anyway? Exactly. Yeah, like, it's not necessarily what I'll remember about my year or about my day or about the people I've encountered. It's more about the appreciation and what they've brought to me. I like... Ciao, yeah. Um, when I think of like a loss, I think of right before I transferred to Barry, I lost like two very important family members. Mm. And we got some tissue in here. Nah, I ain't gonna cry. All right. <laughs> um, and it was more of a kind of like mortality kind of understanding your mortality and the concept of time you think you got all this time but you might not you never know so you should probably do what you want in life while you can (laughs) (laughs) but they were like two of the most incredible women in my life Mm -hmm. Um, it was my grandmother and one of my aunts Mm -hmm. and I just remember thinking they're still here though. Mm-hmm. They're gone, but they're still here though. Mm-hmm. So I need to go do things I'm trying to do, and I think it gave me sort of a a free spirit to to kind of expand. So I like up and left, and that was when I came here to Florida, and ever since then it's like go for explore it. something, yeah, because they would have. They probably would have taken me to see things, but I know they would have wanted me to. And then I kind of grew into just wanting to try new things and explore. So, so if that didn't happen, we might have never met. I mean, there are a lot of people that I know that have never been outside of Greenville, South Carolina. And I'm so happy I left <laughs> when I did. I haven't been back home since I was 18. That's the um, the elder I took um, in high school. I think want to say my junior year, we went to um, Dick's Nationals, a big basketball um, tournament. Only the top four t- um, schools in the U.S. go there, and my high school we went. Um, but before you play in a championship game, you have to play. In the semifinals, and then if you win that, you go to um, play at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So we were playing. We were up the entire game, and we ended up losing. It was so heartbreaking. But um, it taught me that as long as I gave it my best, because I was bawling, crying after the game. But I was I kept getting told, like, you did your best. Like, that's all you can do. I mean, it's not like I can go back 
and fix it. So just keep pushing and work harder. Right. But we never go up. We never got bad. It's okay. It's okay, though. It was an experience. And you did your best. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I genuinely believe, like, if you honest to God or honest to whatever person you want to use instead of God, um, give your best, like, your full best effort. Like, not, like, telling your <clears throat> friends you gave 100, but you know you gave 60. Like, really giving your full best, like, 100% completely. You got to be okay with the outcome. Mm-hmm. Like, I gave this everything I got and it went that way like what can you do what else can you do so I don't know I think that's a lesson that a lot of people need to like Mm -hmm. really sit and really believe in because the truth is a lot of times we don't even give our best effort that's where it starts off it's like you might tell somebody you did but we all know ourselves and honestly you gotta go home and look in the mirror and deal with the lies like you could trick all of us you can trick everybody you talk to. When you wake up and look in that mirror, you got to talk to yourself. You got to see yourself. So it's it's like you're only really lying to yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to give your best, go for it. If you're only feeling 50%, then do that. But if you give some of your best, I think that's all you could do. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. Um, so if people stop competing with others... And only chose to compete with themselves. Do you think the world would be better? In a lot of ways, yes. In a lot of ways, yes. Which means in some ways, no. I mean, I haven't really thought about how it wouldn't be better, but I know um, I personally don't like the comparison thing. I think it's gotten kind of crazy. In sports or just, well, it's typically in sports. In sports, anything. that's one thing. I feel like that's easy to measure because you got stats. You got something to go. But when it's just another person who most of the time, whoever's saying whatever, doesn't even really know them that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of irritating. Okay. I don't get it. It's like, why? Like, yeah, why? why? I don't, like, why they just can't be great in their own way? I think that kind of mentality has shaped a lot of things negatively. Mm. Like, social media can get really irritating sometimes because there's a number attached to everything. Right. This many views. It's like right. a popularity contest. It, yeah. It's like a popularity contest. It's like your worth mm-hmm. at yeah. this point. Like, how worthy are you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 How worthy are you? There's a number attached to you. Mm-hmm. Your numbers are in a certain range. It's like, oh, this person must be less. Mm-hmm. Or because this person has higher numbers, they must be more. Fun fact, I just learned, oh, Antonio, come on, man, speak through me, so I don't say the wrong place. The capital of Columbia, whatever name that is. Bogota. Boom. Say it again. (laughs) Bogota. Yes. In the capital of Columbia, they have statuses. Like, granted, like, status always been a thing. Like, that's where the word bougie came from. Like, the bourgeoisie, like, all that. It's always been a thing. Um, but they have legit statuses, I believe, from one to six. And basically, the one is the lower tier, and the six is the highest. And you could be out somewhere and be like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. It's like, um, what number are you? I was going to say, based on your number. And if y'all numbers aren't aligned, you don't have access. It's like, oh, all right, well, 
I'll see you <clears throat> another time. Nonsense. I guess no real like merit to the it's number. Really it's just like you're born into that family with the number, right? You keep that number, and it's that's just like crazy. a oh, that's your number for life. It can't change. It can. Wealth always has some sort of association, right? So, like, if you have more money, clearly you're not going to be, like, a... However, how would your number change if they won't even speak to you? Um, it's legit a number that they give you. If Antonio was here, the yeah, it's it the you? government. It's their government. What? But I'm saying, like, What is say, it based upon? Yeah. What is it founded on? Yeah. The number. Right, no, and I understand your question. And I'm saying you have to ask the government. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if it changes? Like, if a person just comes in the money, does their number change? I just know that his wife, whose wife, Antonio, the guy who told me, who's from Venezuela, who was telling me about this, and his wife was in Colombia, experiencing this, and then she got this like super high paying job, and she was a six, so everybody just like wanted to talk to her. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, is this a real thing? And they just were going in depth about how it is real and blah blah, but details and actual structures and names and politicians who carried it out, like none the wiser. Sounds it's like, like covering black mirror. Yeah. But um interesting. If you Google it, let me know. I will. Um, but seriously, so it it can be like that on social media. Mm-hmm. Granted, you're not a one through a six, but say, if you don't have ten thousand followers, I might not. this many followers or likes but or this many followers, then you're weird. Or... It can be, right? Like yeah. it can Some easily people be people internalize it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can have a lot of followers that have little likes. True. And that's mean, when your engagement don't match it. Because there was a point in time where you could buy followers, you could buy likes. Yeah, I think you still could buy followers. Yeah, so, I mean... Like through ads or something. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But, but that kind of forces people subconsciously to compete with one another. Because now we had a race for, like, friends. Is that competition amongst each other necessary at all? Like, is Absolutely there... not. I don't think so. At all? No. I don't think so. And it's weird because... And not like, a social media, because remember we were talking about competing with others. Yeah. So There's is it ever... going to be, I feel like, a competition aspect from back, 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 mm-hmm. right, when humans walk the earth, because you had to compete for the food, or there's certain aspects to that that I think have carried over. However, it's to an extreme level at this point. Yeah. Right. But what about like, because competing, because competing to me with another person is like a little devaluing because it's like you're not really appreciating all the stuff that you're coming with because you're looking at what they got. So it's like I'm basing it off of like what you got because I'm only as good as you are. Right. I'm only as good. I can only base whatever I'm trying to base, whatever I think is off of you. Um, and it just kind of like takes away your genuine value. Yeah, it makes you a little ungrateful sometimes. Mm-hmm. Tiny yeah. bit. Because you could be receiving. Because mm-hmm. you got all of these blessings that you'd yeah. be like, I don't have that color. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I do have a hundred of these, but I don't have that one. And it's like, why are you competing with them? Like, what's the, what is the competition? And that's literally the next question. Or well, what's the end game? Like, what is the competition? Like, what, if you're competing with a person, right? Right now, somebody says, I'm competing with you. But it's like for, a situation dependent as well. Right, but what would we be competing for? Like so in a workspace, we could possibly be competing money, for... Work, a raise. A raise, a job. But we're talking about in life. A partner. 
what can we compete for in life where it's like a like what would be the I mean, it's all about how you define success so that success is what you're chasing everybody's success is different if they define it as this type of car that's what they're going to compete for mm-hmm. if they define it as their bank account having that many zeros that's what they're saying, chasing or a lifestyle mm-hmm. a lifestyle that's right. promoted in the social media <coughs> they're attaining they're trying to attain but then it's like I got it you got it so now what but then nobody I have this better based on So what's the competition? Because who's going to win? I got it. You got it. That's what I was saying. What's the end game? We both crossed the finish line, if that's the case. If this was the goal to get this amount, you get what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's finite. So at some point, it can be reached. If if the goal is to get this car, after I get it, you got it. I think it's always going to be that one up. I one up you on this. Right. And that's what I'm trying to understand. Because it's like, what can you one up me on? Anything. So let's say I got eight girls, you got nine. Would that count as like a like what would be the competition? Like what is it? You alright, so you got one more. Like what I don't I just don't get I don't get the Again, competition. It goes back to what you were talking about not being grateful for for what you have. And right. then always seeking something better, greater that is the perception amongst your peers or yourself. You're always seeking that next whatever whatever thrill or win at the cards table or pretty hard to satisfy yeah mentality right and that's what it's it's like is it possible to be winning more than somebody else like in life is that a thing can you be winning more than somebody else I mean I guess outwardly maybe but what would that look like how would you outwardly be winning more like if you had more stuff. That's what people That's what people see with. and that's what they consider, yeah. It, again, if that's what you define successful and that's what you're searching for, that's what people will see because that's what you're presenting. However, internally you could be miserable. Yeah. yeah. But this is my thing though. Let's say you see me with all this stuff. And now you think we're competing. Because it's like I want to get more than you have. I mean, personally I would not think that but I know right but what if the person that you looking at trying to bypass doesn't care at all the competition you if I'm not competing with you how you competing with me you get what I'm saying like yeah I think competing is just a mind thing I mean because like you said what if that person don't care you really just competing with yourself and that that's the point like is it possible to win more than somebody and like can you be one or two? Is there anybody I can think of? It's like, because truthfully, <clears throat> that may be hindering a lot of people. Like just that mindset. It does. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. It's did like. You, did you say hate? No, I said I, I think it does hinder. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's boring. Because so many, so many things people choose to kind of put as the symbols of success, success or whatever. 
Like it's to the point where a lot of people's favorite whatever star celebrity blah 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 they do the same thing we do they on Instagram taking pictures of whatever it is mm-hmm. why I always wonder <laughs> why we know you got money why mm-hmm. you showing us every day mm-hmm. at 8am <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sometimes it's perception you gotta keep up with yeah. Sometimes it's, but maybe if we can all come to an agreement that it's not possible to be winning more than somebody else in life, okay. then it'll spark that so different as well. Like, why am I comparing myself to you when you're on a completely different path, completely different completely journey? Completely different. Yeah. And honestly, it's unfortunate that um, you always got to look at like tragedies to like kind of like yeah. make sense of stuff. Yeah. Or change your perspective on things. Yeah, because you it's like you you looking at this person as being this or being this happy or being this, and then they live to fifty and you live to eighty two. Like so now, like you know, like it's just it's no way to really measure. But it doesn't like none of the material things that people base their worth on, or if they're successful or if they're winning, goes with you. Like you can't take it. Right. So let's end it. We're all going to try to end this. Not the podcast, but <laughs> the thought process behind it. Because, um, yeah, man, I don't I don't think it's healthy. It's not. Competition-based sports compete. Clearly don't go out there and just lose, but right? there's a start and end time to that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's over when the buzzer goes off. Right. Right. It's over, guys. And the buzzer went off. you might get that chance again, depending on who you play. The buzzer went off. Let's stop, right? We're encouraging them to stop. Um, Because the truth that I think we all really should work towards or, like, try to work towards is just becoming a better version of yourself. Um, Which leads us right on to the next one. You know, how can you individually or personally, how can you become a better version of yourself? Anybody can go. Like, what do I think I I can do or... Yeah, just how can you become a better version of yourself? Because I don't know how you view yourself, but Um, your better version could be not littering. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think I'm in the process of it now, getting a degree in something I'm really interested in, something I chose to get into recently as far as creative design and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also think... Just kind of expressing more. Because I feel like if you hold in who you are, you're not really living. So that can lead to a lot of regret. And we already talked about time. Right. right. So it's like, yeah. And you'll always be misunderstood. Yeah. People have the wrong... Perception. Yeah. Image Perception. of you. Yeah. So you might be hanging with... This crowd of people who view you as, oh, that's just bro, that work, <clears throat> come to work, whatever. But you know you this whole other person, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that. What about you? Um, be more... If you're perfect already, then no, just say that. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> but um, I'd say be more at peace. I feel like a lot of people 
do certain things to disrupt peace within me and then it just throws out my whole aura so just not worry about what other people are saying <laughs> yeah so just no worry about what other people are saying and just focus on myself and what i need to do to be balanced For and keep sure. that good energy don't mess up the feng shui that you're working with mm-hmm. how can you become a better version of yourself being fully present in the moment not worrying about my next steps or my next job move or my next apartment or thinking too far ahead in the future and not really enjoying and being appreciative of what I do have and realizing that I'm on this journey for a reason. I've met the people I've met for a reason. I'm teaching for a reason or I'm living in Miami. You know, everything happens for a reason and to just kind of let the path and journey flow. Mm-hmm. Instead of being so resistant. Anxious. Anxious, <laughs> resistant, yeah. Ooh, what's next, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The unknown can be like, well, I think they, um, that's one thing I remember from school. It's called uh, uncertainty avoidance. And they will measure it based on countries. And like certain countries have like higher levels than others, clearly. But they rated it, and it basically just means like, who doesn't, enjoy the feeling of not knowing what's next and America was super high because like nobody wants to just like blindly walk into stuff but (laughs) it was some countries that were just like let it like go with the Mm flowish type of and of course you tell about how our country handles things yeah one being security right always fearing somebody Mm -hmm. about to come blow us Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a mental thing because I always tell myself um, mentally I mean everything's a mental thing as long as your brain works but like if it was I don't know an ant just crawling on the table um, clearly it's an ant right so it's not like the end of the world like oh my god an ant but in your mind it's like what if the ant bite me so now you just think about the ant biting you. See, no, I think about where did the ant come from and if there's more. I, I'm, I'm paranoid like that. Like, if I see an ant, a bug, anything, I'm like, okay, that's one. There might be others. And then I just start oh, wow. getting paranoid and look around see? to find anything. And that's similar to me thinking if it's going to bite me because it's just like we don't know. So we don't know if it's more and they about to come out and just have a feast. And we don't know. If it's going to bite you, but not knowing that, you might just pluck it and kill it for no reason. It was about to go over there, but you not knowing what it's going to do made you want to act on it. And if you put that in a bigger picture, it's everybody just not knowing what's next. Mm -hmm. Because you just act on stuff just because you're not sure. Like, this might not happen, but you just kill it. And then, boom, it's over with. So, you brought up a super great point. Um... Everybody answered that question, right? So, to this date, till this date, up until this point, right now, what is your biggest victory? This is my trophy. (laughs) Oh, okay. Mine is um, transferring here. Because um, when I was at my other school, I was recruited to play basketball, which I'm glad I got that opportunity. 
but I wasn't happy. I kind of, in that moment, lost my passion for the game of basketball. And so I was just miserable there. And once I got here, I started to love it again. And also I get to do the things I like to do outside of basketball. I wasn't able to do that at my other school. So mm. living life here, winning. That's cool. What's your biggest victory? You must have had a good No, I was... <laughs> I would say it's a combination of traveling outside the country just for, or getting to see multiple countries in a short span of time, just for the perspective. I think we're very, or we can be very set in our ways, and it's kind of like if you don't know nothing else, you think what you know is all that there is. So experiencing something different or seeing that people aren't always a certain way or whatever it is, they don't react to things the same way people from where you're from do was important. And definitely coming back to get my master's is a big win Mm -hmm. or a big victory. That's huge. Especially because I I wasn't playing. Mm -hmm. I was like... Uh, more papers. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Shoot that. Mm, I think for me, getting my master's as well, and encountering the people I've encountered on the way, kind of whether they brought me joy or kind of hardships. I think just being able to experience both of those sides of the coin really helped me grow as a person and especially moving to Miami and not knowing anybody completing a master's program and getting a job and mm-hmm. all of the people that I've met along the way that helped me grow and to me that's victory you're dropping jams huh <laughs> I hear y'all taking up all my talk points um so we know how we feel about competition we know how we feel about the word winning, what comes to mind and everything. So is winning important? In what context? Does it matter? To us as people or to the society we live in? Oh, only to you all that's in here. Okay. You well, said is it what? Is winning important? I think as I get older, it's less important. Why you said that? I think growing up playing sports and needing to get the A or striving for that goal, that was like on a very minuscule scale, right? Very small scale. And now it's more about like being happy and rising myself, growing, being around good people that bring me joy, finding my way mm-hmm. you know while trying to be happy and make a difference be a light someone's life or something like that mm-hmm. and not necessarily the win anymore mm. see I would say yes and no no in sports is not important because you can lose and still gain something from that you can win and also gain something from that. so I mean no but in general yes because it's like if I set a goal for myself and I did that then I'm satisfied like I'm happy with myself yeah 
Right. Definitely case by case, like what they were talking about. Um, getting an A, it's not, not really. I mean, it's it's cool, mm-hmm. but I get a B, I'm not tripping. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm holding a degree, <laughs> that's what matters. Um, but definitely case by case. I would say winning... Like what you said, getting what you want at the end, if you know that's what you're striving for, what you worked hard for, if you're getting that, you then want. that's cool. Or that should be enough for you. It shouldn't be, you know, I have to get it in this particular fashion. I have to be the top number one. Mm-hmm. No, I can win, she can win. Everybody you can, you can <laughs> win. It's your podcast. <laughs> it's our podcast. Y'all the host. Um, but no, man, I love that, and I appreciate y'all. Which brings us to the last question. Oh man, I know. It's pretty smooth and quick. Um, so tell us something you took away from today's conversation, if any. Which means, if you didn't take away anything. Leave it. And if you did, just, you know, recap it. Well, for me, I think it's easy to get caught up in the daily grind, right? And sometimes being in the workplace or just dealing with people in general is a negative experience, or it can be. And so I think, like, this reset my mindset and... I think you summed it up perfectly with we all can win. I can win, you can win, we all can win, and be happy mm-hmm. in turn for the people that are winning. I like it. Um, took away just be present and live. I mean, as long as you're living, you're winning. So. Big facts. Y'all dropping jams. Put some jams in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say stuff like this is necessary. Face-to-face interaction. Human stuff. Human stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Human stuff. Like, our day-to-day can be so digital. It is good to just be in good company sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I was telling you at the the last time, like, we just need to... Just more of this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> more of whatever it is. Absolutely. And hopefully that's what this podcast evokes, right? So some of the questions, like maybe somebody hears something like, hmm, maybe they ask different, like, is one important to you or is this? Like, but just to spark those conversations because sometimes we just get caught up talking about whatever. And whatever don't be yeah, worth no. nothing. Or doing whatever. And then you get caught in this cycle of, like, trying to be the first one to say the breaking news, right? Did you hear about it? Did you... But none of it is holding substance. Um, and that's pretty much like the entertainment, social kind of world. Because that's what, like, you can post something super positive and it's like two likes, mm-hmm. you know, eight views. And then you post something 10 seconds later with a way worse impact or something negative and it's like, ah. And at Society's first, yeah, and I thought that was so strange, right? But then, I was listening to something and I was reading something and I just like kind of started pairing stuff together but 
our day-to-day lives can become so like routine and mundane, we start to not be grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we waking up yeah. and it's like like I see you tomorrow. Like we saying that so calm and polite, like we just know tomorrow's gonna happen. Right. Right? It's like, oh I can eat later. I can like we always got this super procrastination bug where we always give it to the next moments. But it don't have to be. So you do that and then you just live in your day to day and it's like, oh yeah, I ate this, I did this, I did this, I did this. Um but you don't take into account that like your legs work, like you can breathe, it's clean air, you just ate a good meal, you were around somebody that made you feel welcome and needed, right? Um, so you don't you don't consider none of that, but all of it's happening every single day. Every day it happens. And then something that's out of the norm happens. Somebody gets shot, somebody does this, somebody does... And then it's like, oh, did y'all see that? Because like, we missed the fact that we woke up, we breathed and everything, because we trying to look over here at the, the non-normal thing, and then that just becomes like, the thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to what she said. We just got to be present and be take a couple minutes out of our day, think about what we have and be grateful for, and then just go about it. Yeah, and, and go from there. Um, so, yeah, it's super cool, super dope. First episode. Who? The first episode of season two. Last season, clearly, was our first season. <laughs> and, um, we only streamed on Apple. But this season is Apple Podcasts, it's Spotify, and it's like a few other ones. Expanding. Yeah, definitely expanding. But it was no real goals set up for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was no like, oh, we need to get this many amount of listens. We need to. It was just like, this is the message that we're pushing. This is what we're trying to get out of it. And then based on the people's attraction, that'll it'll it'll build on its own. But it was never like. Oh, we need a hundred views, or we can't do it the next one. Um, but the first one out of like the eight episodes is like a thousand and some views in total. Um, I don't even know if that's good or bad, but it was just like we want to do a podcast, so we doing it, and boom, here we are, season two, first episode. <laughs> and if you all haven't noticed, it's a standard tradition here, but nobody introduced themselves because we always do the outros and. Intros at the outros, um, and we always like kind of just get started into the conversation. And nobody really realizes that they haven't said their name. So here's the moment <laughs> where you say your name, and whatever you want to tell the people that's tuning in. Hope everybody didn't forget their name. <laughs> Y'all did. <laughs> well, what did we say? You're, whatever you want to say. <laughs> you could just say, I mean, whatever, whatever you, whatever the floor is yours. Hey, I'm Nichelle. So Say your name. Alexis. Some people be giving full plugs. Like, hey, man, my name is this. You can follow me here. I do this, that, this. Blah, blah, blah. I'd be like... Just talk about being in the present moment. Right. So, we're just trying to make... <laughs> do what you gotta do. I'm just saying it's Not open. Instant handle. It's, it's for you. <laughs> my name is Jordan. Oh, you guys are amazing. <laughs> um, and we always end off each episode with a quote based on the word. And today's quote is from Bonnie Blair. Shout out to that beautiful soul. Um... Winning doesn't always mean being first. Winning means you're doing better than you've ever done before. And that is all 
Shout out to y'all. Everybody tuning in. We are out.